Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Seven years before Jimmy Carter was elected president in 1976, he had seen a UFO along with uh, about a dozen other people in Georgia, uh, his home state. And uh, during his campaign in 1976, uh, apparently he was interested in uh, releasing information to the public about UFOs. And, uh, you know, that was something that some people in ufology thought would happen after he did get elected. And uh, he began his presidency in 1977. He was a one-term president. It ended, uh, he was president from 77 to 81. And then Ronald Reagan took over. But anyhow, uh, Carter did state uh, uh, on numerous occasions that he saw a UFO uh, in 1969. And um, apparently, uh, things changed over time after he became president. He, uh, like he pretty much, his attitude toward the whole thing changed. And there is a story that in 1977, April of 1977, he was briefed on this. And he, uh, after this briefing, he was seen crying but anyway we're going to get into all of this and uh, talk about what would have made him cry too on top of this on top of everything else we're going to talk about this story about jimmy carter and uh his ufo sighting and what happened after he became president anyway here's an article from history.com jimmy carter files report on ufo sighting Future President Jimmy Carter files a report with the International UFO Bureau on September 18, 1973, claiming he had seen an unidentified flying object in October of 1969. During the presidential campaign of 1976, Democratic challenger Carter was forthcoming about his belief that he had seen a UFO. He described waiting outside for a Lions Club meeting in Leary, Georgia to begin at about 7.30 p.m. when he spotted what he called the darnest thing I've ever seen in the sky. Carter, as well as 10 to 12 other people who witnessed the same event, described the object as very bright with changing colors and about the size of the moon. Carter reported that the object hovered about 30 degrees above the horizon and moved in toward the earth and away before disappearing into the distance. He later told a reporter that, after the experience, he vowed never again to ridicule anyone who claimed to have seen a UFO. During the presidential campaign of 1976, Carter promised that, if elected president, he would encourage the government release every piece of information about UFOs available to the public and to scientists. After winning the presidency, though, Carter backed away from this pledge, saying that the release of some information might have defense implications and pose a threat to national security. Okay, of course, I'll leave the link for that little piece there, but that will get us started here. Uh, According to Wikipedia, in 1973, this is what uh, Carter had stated. There were about 20 of us standing outside of a little restaurant, I believe, a high school lunchroom, and a kind of green light appeared in the western sky. This was right after sundown. It got brighter and brighter, and then it eventually disappeared. It didn't have any solid substance to it. It was just a very peculiar-looking light. None of us could understand what it was. And then speaking in a 2005 interview, Carter said, All of a sudden, one of the men looked up and said, Look, over in the west and there was a bright light in the sky we all saw it and then the light it got closer and closer to us and then it stopped i don't know how far away but it stopped beyond the pine trees and all of a sudden it changed color to blue and then it it changed to red then back to white 
and we were trying to figure out what in the world it could be, and then it receded into the distance. Now, uh, when Carter got in the office, you know, apparently he really was still interested in UFOs, and he and apparently he wanted to do something. Now, I've read a lot of different things over the years, and one of the things I've read is from the uh, UFOs in the National Security State, Volume 2, by Richard M. Dolan. And uh, in this book, uh, I'm going to read a little excerpt from this book. And again, this is a book I bring up all the time. This book is just, these two books, Volumes 1 and 2, are just loaded loaded with great ufo information with especially concerning the government the united states government as well as other governments of the world and dolan has he did a with these books it's a masterful job a master a masterful uh compilation of actual historical reality with regard to ufos and governments anyway on page 138 of his book he uh, talks about, uh, there's a lot of stuff in here on Carter, on UFOs. I mean, there's pages and pages of it, okay? But in, in, in the one part of this book, he's talking about, uh, I'm going to read a little, couple of little snippets here. It says here, uh, the Carter UFO initiative, such as it was, quickly approached its cli climax. Some individuals maintained that the president was given a UFO briefing at the White House on June 14th, 1977 and afterwards was bound to secrecy. According to former United States Air Force Captain Robert Collins, a lone MJ-12 briefing officer met with the president accompanied by several independent sources. Together, these sources produced a reconstruction of what was told to Carter, and this became known as the Executive Briefing Project Aquarius document. It was later leaked to UFO researcher William Moore through a member of the Defense Intelligence Agency known only as the Falcon. Moore said that the notes he received were a typed copy of handwritten notes that had been used by the officer during the briefing. The memo itself gives the now standard account of multiple retrievals of alien technology. I'm going to skip ahead here later on. This is something that Dolan himself had found out with regard to this briefing. In this context... The author can relate an anecdote told to him privately by a well-placed source. In June 1977, a presidential aide, who was very, very close to Carter, walked into the Oval Office following a briefing that the aide knew had concerned the topic of UFOs. Carter was sobbing with his head in his hands, nearly on his desk. Although the aide did not learn the precise reasons for Carter's emotional state, he said that a few of Carter's phrases made it clear he was deeply upset about the topic. Okay. So, now, again, this was only anecdotal evidence. Uh, you know, we don't have proof of this, that this really happened. Um, could it have happened? Of course. Of course it could have happened. Do I think it happened? I do. I do. I actually do think it happened. I mean, because you have to look at his attitude after he became president. I mean... Uh, you know, first he say he wants to release all the information to the public about UFOs. You know, he wants to release it to the public and the scientific community. And then after he's elected president, he's, uh, you know, uh, national security, we can't really do that. So, so whatever he was told in April of uh, 1977 uh, upset him greatly, deeply. And basically somebody saw him sobbing, you know, both hands in his face, sobbing, crying. And you wonder... What was he told that would cause him to cry? 
And I always wonder this, you know, ever since I read this book, when this book came out some years ago, uh, I always wonder, like, what would cause uh, a president of the United States to cry about with regard to UFOs? Could be anything. And we could go through some of these reasons. I'm sure now, if I was to say something to Jimmy Carter and present this, you know, my my ideas about why he might have cried, right, uh, when he was uh, briefed on UFOs, uh, I'm sure he would tell me I was nuts. He'd probably, you know, say something like, uh, hey, uh, maybe you got to go get some uh, psychiatric assistance or something, son. Maybe he would say something like that. But regardless, uh, I, I, I here, here's, you know, it could be a lot of different reasons. I mean, it could be he was briefed on it, shown some pictures of alien bodies or something, and that made him cry. I mean, it could. I mean, you know, he saw a UFO in 1969, I'm sure. Any grown person, let me just, before we even get to this, right, I just want to say this. Any grown person, any grown adult, right, sees a a flying saucer, UFO, right, and you know there's something funny about it. You know that it's most likely not man-made, right? Uh, When when you see these kind of objects, you, you know, you're interested in this subject. You want to find out more and... And he probably did. I'm sure that he probably picked up picked up a couple of books here and there and read about it. You know, uh, you know, he realized, oh, this is real. You know, because once you see it, right? Oh, it is real, right? Okay, now I get it. Yeah, now I know what all these people, you know, other people were claiming. I used to laugh, like he used to ridicule them apparently before, but now he saw one. He's he'll never ridicule anyone again because he realized, oh yeah, it's real. Jimmy Carter realized, okay. It's this is real. Everyone's no, nobody's lying. It's not a hallucination. There was, uh, you know, at least 12, 10 to twelve people standing out there. Maybe even twenty, according to the uh, the one story he told. Right? They all saw it. So oh, it's real. It's it's a real phenomenon. <laughs> so he had to have an interest in this. So you know, seven years passes from sixty nine all the way to seventy seven. His first year in office, he gets briefed on this. Now it could be as simple as okay, he's shown some images. Pictures, probably, if, if he's having a briefing, somebody uh, somebody from Majestic 12 is briefing him on this, and they show, show him images, and he sees this, and you know, and it could be an eye-opener. I mean, even if you already believe or, or half-believe, right, that there's a presence here, of, you know, there's an extraterrestrial presence here, it could, if you saw something like that, you've seen pictures of aliens on slabs or something like that, crashed, you, you a flying saucer wreckage. I mean, and then you're told, hey, look, at we're trying to reverse engineer this thing. We don't know if Russia has this or, I mean, that could cause someone to sob, possibly. Do I think that's what caused him to sob? No, I don't. I don't think that's what caused it. Um, because, I mean, even by, after seven years of you know, having your own experience, I mean, that's you know, during that seven years, I mean, you're going to do some of, your, some of your own personal inquiries and you're going to know, right, that... Okay, this is probably likely that we probably do have some uh, alien bodies on ice. And just seeing a picture of of an alien body, I don't think I don't think even as, if, if that would be like me, somebody showing me a real picture of an alien body, I would start sobbing then and crying, and then come out to the public and 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 basically say, well, we 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 can't talk about UFOs because it concerns national security. You know, there, there's there's I think there was more to it than it would there would have been more to it than just that. Again, if this is true. I think I think it's very possible, because of what happened leading up to the, his presidency, and then what happened after. He didn't want to talk really like basically he poo pooed it then for the most part. No, no, we can't talk about that. It's all national defense. Even though he was all gung ho going into the presidency about releasing all this information to the public and to the scientists. 
So I don't think it was that. I don't think it would be that reason because you know if I was shown real Roswell pictures, right? I don't think I'd be sobbing in my hands. You know, maybe a couple of tears of joy that I finally have it. <laughs> you know, that's about it. Okay, and then then what's another reason? Okay. It could be the, you know, he was told something horrible about them. Maybe there's a horrible truth that's, and that's the reason to maintain this cover-up. And he realized after he was told this truth that, oh my God, public can never know about this. And he's scared about it and he starts crying. Uh, you know, it could be like what we talk about out here sometimes that the, he finds out that this is basically a... Um, they're trying to basically colonize the planet. I mean, uh, now, the the thing about this is now, that idea of colonizing the planet, that the reason that that's the reason they're here, Carter would have known about this. I mean, there was a book written in the 50s, uh, 1955, I believe, 54, 55, uh, that was published and was written by Major, uh, retired Marine Corps Major Donald Kehoe. And it was a lot of inside information. I talk about this book all the time, and and there was a, 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 secu- a top secret, uh, or excuse me, a, a, a intelligence agent who proposed this idea that they're basically, you know, colonizing Earth because they're coming from a dying planet. So that idea was already out there, but he was it, the possibility that what's going on here is that they're basically slowly colonizing the planet uh you know he could have been told about you know cattle mutilations that was a known thing back then he could have been told all about that they're here they're they're, they're drinking blood from animals maybe even humans all that kind of stuff and then that that could possibly cause someone to cry you, you heard that story you know uh, back in 77 you, you might uh, be uh, moved to tears that think oh my god they're slowly taking over the planet and uh, they're colonizing uh, they're they're drinking blood from animals uh, maybe even some humans and uh, they're going to take over that could cause possible tears in, in in a person when you when you hear that and uh and and you know so uh, maybe that's what it was i don't know what could be another reason okay another reason that could be is that um you know, maybe it's even even worse than that. So, what could possibly be worse than that? You ask. Well, there there's, could be a lot of different things that are worse than that. The fact that they're the, the possibility that they're here to colonize the planet and take over, and you know, uh, use us as slaves maybe in the future. And you know, there could be actually even worse things than that. Uh, for instance, I mean, uh, you know, maybe what he learned that day would, if if it was known to the world, it would basically destroy religion in one fell swoop. I mean, it would basically crush religion at the at at, at at its core and just smash it to pieces. Like, what if what is what is learned? What if what if the government by Majestic Twelve by that point by 1977 figured out that well, uh, we weren't really the original inhabitants of this world. We were actually created by them, and this whole thing is an ongoing uh, project to basically evolve us. Uh, artificially you know not not evolution is really not has you know that's not even true uh the way we think it is it's that they've been coming here manipulating our dna over the over thousands and millions who knows hundreds of thousands of years and got us to the point that we are now and then that would to uh, to the rest of the world it's like well then that means that God didn't create us. These things came from outer space and they've been doing this the whole time and oh my God, that could cause somebody to cry, right? And that's why it could be a secret. There's so, there's a lot of different things that could be, that, that, you know, who knows? 
I mean, I guess the problem is is that they still haven't come out with it. You know, now I I do think I do think I think that there's there are people within the government that are trying to come out with this, and there and, and I don't know they probably have there's probably debates within that secret group all the time, majestic twelve, like okay, they, they probably know the the questions that are going to be get, they're going to be coming their way on this. And they're going to know that some of them they're not going to have answers for. And they're probably going to try to make up some answers for some of the other ones. Who knows? But I I just think there's a lot of debate going on behind the scenes. Uh, But obviously, there is some sort of push right now since 2017 amongst some people within the Pentagon to get this, to basically let the world know, let the truth come out finally that there is an extraterrestrial presence here. Um, And if... If this comes out and it's, uh, you know, they, they have to be prepared. But, and that's why you're, the, who knows what their, what their story is going to be once it finally does come out. Because once you cross the bridge of saying, okay, there's an extraterrestrial presence here. Okay, what, you're going to have to be prepared. Okay, to answer this question, that question, that question, this question. There's going to be a lot of questions. Because people are going to question about, okay, so then cattle mutilations are real. I know I just talked about this recently. But they have to prepare for these kind of questions. So that, that's what's going on, I think, behind the scenes right now. But say it is that final one that I just talked about, that this whole thing, right, uh, this whole existence of ours is basically something that was initiated by a race of alien intelligence, uh, intel- intelligent alien beings, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago. And now now we're at this, this stage now. This is some sort, for, who, for reasonings unknown, but just say that's what it is. I mean, a lot of people are going to blow their tops. I mean... Uh, it's going to be totally unacceptable. That kind, of, if that is true, that would that truth would be totally unacceptable to many many people in this world. A majority of people, majority of people would not accept that. They would not believe it. It would be too much for them. Uh, and I don't know. And that could that could that could have been the reason why Jimmy Carter cried because you you would realize, oh my God, uh, wow, we can't really talk about this in public, could we? You know, this is this will change everything. Everyone's going to be very upset. And it's just going to change the whole fabric of humanity in a way that could be negative for a very long time. At the same time, we have to face the reality of it. And we're going to face that reality of it regardless of what the government is doing. And that is why, that's one of the reasons I believe since 2017 they've been slowly, you're seeing this, this slow disclosure basically. Yeah, there's objects out there, we don't know what they are. That's something new. That's something the government really wasn't talking about before. They didn't talk like that. Now it's okay. There's objects out there. They could be Russian or Chinese. You now they, they'll they'll preface it with that. They'll pepper it with that. You know, but no, no. We a lot of us really understand already. It's not. <laughs> this has been going on a lot, lot longer since than 2004, right? People have been seeing these things. Uh, there's been people seeing alien beings, people getting abducted by aliens. There's a lot more to it than that. But the problem is, is that technology, our own technology, is just so getting be- advanced in itself, cell phones particularly, that it's going to become undeniable. There's going to be some undeniable thing that happens that's going to be that the government's not going to be able to cover up in time because the way we were able to send information so quickly right now, it's not you can't you won't be able to cover it up. So that's why they're coming out with the slow disclosure in a way by just admitting that they know that there's stuff out there, flying saucers or whatever. They're, you know, they're basically covering their butts in a way because if that undeniable event occurs, they could say, yeah, well, we see, we show, there you go. 
Uh, but I think that they really do. There are there is a faction that really does want to tell the truth, and they want to get it out there, and probably thinks it's important that the whole scientific community knows about it. And and that's why we got to get it out. We got to get it out there. It's going to come out. Unfortunately, regardless of what it is, the truth needs to come out, right? No matter what it is, whether they're here to drink our blood, right? Whether they're here, to, whether they've been here the whole time, and and we're a product of them, right? That's horrible to think. I know it would just change everything the way we think. Well, whatever it is, the truth is best. And uh, and that's I think that's possibly why Jimmy Carter cried. He was told something that was just so mind-blowing to him that you know that would cause him to cry now again i don't if you were to go to him right now he's he's in his 90s he's a great person i mean very you know i mean he's in his 90s i mean remember a few years back he he got injured at home and then you know the, the next day he was out there hammering nails for a habitat for humanity project i mean this guy's a humanitarian he's he was just he's just a, a, a he was a great president. You know, I mean, his presidency was a failure. He didn't get reelected, but he's a great guy. He's a great guy, you know, and uh, but he would probably tell me, you know, the, you know, that's just not true. I, you know, I'm, I don't think he would admit to it. I mean, he probably can't. He can't. He's probably, you know, he knows he realizes that he he can't say this because it's it's too it'd be too much for the public. You know, it caused him to cry. And actually, this whole thing actually does make you wonder, OK, uh, you know there are people. If you if you accept this whole government cover up, you you believe there's an extraterrestrial reality. You have to understand that in in the government itself, right? There are people, unquestionably, right, that probably lost their marbles over this. Like people within like Majestic Twelve, there could be some members that you know when they found out about this like they're brought into this to this secret and 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 the people who brought them into the secret might think oh yeah this person i think he's he's level-headed and that he'll be able to handle it but then a person's brought into it and then they can't handle it right then they go berserk somehow or you know they, they you know it it, it 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 snaps their brain you know and it, it, they end up you know in a mental institution that that's possible i mean actually you know it could happen i mean and maybe they see that they see the effect on some of the people that have been part of majestic 12 over the years and they realize there's going to be a lot of people this is going to happen to a lot of people in the world if we disclose this that's that's that's, that's something to think about too but yeah jimmy carter cried for a reason uh, i know it's an anecdotal story right but uh, i believe it happened uh, that's just you know i, I think it happened i i I, I trust Richard Dolan's research, and I believe that uh, he wouldn't have put that in his book if he didn't feel uh, pretty good about it. Um, again, UFOs on a National Security State, Volumes 1 and 2, they are two books. I, I, every, anybody who's interested in UFOs, they're the first two books to have in, in, put in your library. Uh, invaluable information. But yeah, Jimmy Carter, he cried for a reason, and uh, I think the reason was probably so mind-bogglingly, earth-shattering, ridiculous out of this world and it could be one of these reasons we're talking about here uh it just uh he cried because it was just wow this is this is incredible this is unbelievable i can't believe what i just heard i can't believe what i just been told i can't believe the images i just been shown uh wow wow the world he he realized that oh no i can't tell anybody you know he he understood i guess there is one other little reason Maybe he was told this. Maybe he was told about the national defense implications, and then he cried because, 
you know, he realized he can't, you know, he's not, the way the government's set up, he didn't realize this before he was elected, but the way the government's set up, the way the Pentagon secret programs are arranged, that he, he's unable to say that it would, it would hurt national security, and he cried because it was a campaign promise that he wasn't able to keep. But I really don't believe that one. I don't believe that one. I think it's something so mind-bogglingly uh, intense that it caused him to break into tears and sob. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Okay, we are back. You know, now there's this uh, really good online publication. They've been doing a lot of uh, UFO stories called Liberation Times, and I know I've commented, uh, quoted them on some other occasions as well. And they had an article here last week about uh, about whistleblowers, and uh, it looks like there's they're, they're ready to go. The whistleblowers are ready to go. It's all a matter of the uh, National uh, Defense Authorization Act getting signed into law. And that's not going to happen until after the November midterms. But they had this excellent article on there. And uh, it's apparently there's whistleblowers ready to to go before Congress. I mean, so we could see something. Again, I'm still finding it until I see this, right? I find it hard to believe. But until I see it, Right, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm gonna question it. Like I, I just, I, I, until disclosure of, of some sort happens, a full disclosure, right? It's, it's always gonna seem like it's hard to believe. Right? It was like almost like to me, it's like the, all the years leading up to the finally when the Eagles won a Super Bowl, uh, uh, in 2018. You know, I, I never thought. You know, I love the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I, it just seemed like they were never gonna win a Super Bowl, and they finally did it. Uh, and that's this is similar in my mind. You know, even 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 it seems even more distant of a possibility. Actually, UFO disclosure coming from the government. But when I read this article, it seems pretty promising. So let's go through some of it. Sources have told Liberation Times that the National Defense Authorization Act could be passed in weeks after upcoming midterm elections in November, although it is cautioned that there are no certainties with regard to the exact timeline due to political divisions, changes in political composition following midterms and the Ukrainian situation. However, sources have stated that public hearings can be expected after the NDAA is signed into law and that whistleblowers have already been contacted to speak before Congress. Liberation Times understands that the best case scenario could see such hearings occur before Christmas. There has been some doubt whether any whistleblowers testifying could back up their claims. However, Liberation Times understands from multiple political and defense sources that a substantial amount of information involving secretive UAP retrieval and back engineering programs has been verified by Congress. Uh, And then Jeremy Corbell, of course, the filmmaker and UFO investigator who we all know and uh, like to see. I like Jeremy Corbell. I always like listening to that guy. I think he's I think he's great. He's he's very enthusiastic about this and wants to get that information out. You know, that's that's the mindset we all need. We need to all have the mindset of someone like Jeremy, Jeremy Corbell. You know, let's get that information out. It's real. All right. Continuing. Anyway, uh, here was a. 
comment that uh, Corbell gave to the Liberation Times. Regarding the mystery of UFOs, the silver bullet is coming. The moment it is understood by the public that not only have we obtained spacecraft fabricated by a non-human intelligence, but we, but that we have also been attempting to reverse engineer that technology for decades. Pandora's box is finally open. This new legislation to provide amnesty and immunity for those involved in these programs to come forward is a potential game changer. I have personally spoken with numerous individuals who have had roles in these legacy UFO exploitation programs. So he's talking to some of these whistleblowers. And so he he really believes that they're going to come out and, and blow the whistle. I, ho I hope so. I hope he's right. There have also been reports of a major pushback. Now, he's not saying this is part of the article here. It says there, ha there have also been reports of a major pushback within some quarters of the Department of Defense from those who are against whistleblowers speaking out and further information being made public. Although it now looks like a chain of events has now been put into motion, which may lead to a flurry of information coming forwards. Regardless, regard regarding reprisals, Corbell commented, the fear has always been reprisal, and that fear has always been justified. Pushback has occurred against these people as recently as this year. And as has been predicted, the closer the public gets to the good stuff, the more the pushback has increased. Make no mistake, the world is creaking under the stress and the weight of the UFO reality. And now we have an opportunity for this truth to be revealed, and our society will be forever changed by it. Yes, he's very completely correct on that. Now, I'm going to stop there for a second. Um, you know, we're living this life, this, 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 you know, all of us are, we're all worried about politics. We're all worried about, you know, all these little things going on in our own lives, how we're going to, you know, you have Saudi Arabia, you know, cutting down production on purpose just to increase the gas prices. You know, it's, it's, and we have to deal with all these things. And we're all, and there are things that we have to worry about. We all have to worry about these things. We all have to, you know, put food on the table. We all have to, you know, have a, a roof over our over our heads. I mean, there's all these things we worry about, and and so we a lot. Most of us don't have the time to worry about the, the UFO situation, the UFO problem. I think that the world would change to the better. Actually, I think there's a chance, even though there's, well, you know, some will say, hey, you know, society will collapse. I think it's possible that the world would change for the better. You know. Uh, it, we, we maybe it would stop uh, aggression amongst nations, you know, aggression amongst each other. We would all realize that there's, you know, hey, we should be worrying about what's coming here instead of worrying about fighting each other and 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 hating on each other, right? I don't know, just a thought. Anyway, continuing here with this uh, great article. Uh, with such information now verified and ongoing frustrations with the UAP All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, Arrow, there is thought to be urgency from, from Congress to make more information public and answer ongoing questions relating to the origin and operators of unidentified craft at a time when reports have escalated since 2021. In July 2022, one DOD insider told Liberation Times that verifiable information had been given. Here's a quote from this uh, anonymous DOD insider. Laws are not written in a vacuum. Behind closed doors, lawmakers have met with current and former government insiders who have provided multi-source and verifiable information that has shaped the language we are seeing today. 
The wording is very specific and many who are aware of the history of this subject will immediately understand why January 1st, 1947 is the date in which the Comptroller General must use as day one of their compiled intelligence review and report that is due to Congress. And then the article continues. It says, at that time, Vice Chair of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, Marco Rubio, commented on the importance of the IAA containing whistleblower immunity language stating this year's Senate intelligence reauthorization was approved unanimously and is the most consequential one ever offered. Investigative reporter George Knapp has also commented on the topic of verifiable information provided to Congress. Now Knapp said on a recent coast to coast AM uh, broadcast, it's clear that somebody has been sharing information with them. I can tell for sure that there are people who have met with them and have told them not only that there are these legacy programs that have materials, and by materials I don't mean just scraps of metal from the ground, but intact craft remains, physical remains of beings. These stories have been floating around for a long time. I know that there are a couple of people in particular who know about this stuff down to the point of the buildings where this stuff is stashed who are willing to come forward if they are protected. And now this legislation indicates they will be protected as whistleblowers, that their security clearances will not be revoked, and it's pretty exciting. And then the article continues. It says here, it is understood that there are people within the Department of uh, defense and intelligence community urging that the process of dissemination be accelerated due to escalating tensions between the United States and Russia. Such people point to Ronald Reagan's historic speech when he stated that an alien threat could bring nations together, which I was just talking about, anyhow. But anyway, uh, as you can see, there are people out there who are uh, trying to get the word out, and there's whistleblowers. They they are lining up. I know we've talked about this before. Um, and it's it could happen. I mean, this seems like I mean this is probably the closest we've ever come to anything like this. We've never seen anything like this in, a, in in our heart in our history in the history of the United States. We've never come this close. I mean, now there's always that possibility that the rug gets pulled out from underneath this whole effort, or somehow it gets bogged down again. It seems like that's something that happens, but you never know. I mean, I I, I you know I, I my mentality on this changes every day. My feelings on it, you know, I. Some days I, I'm optimistic about it. Uh, I, I need to keep that optimism, optimism that you, you see that someone like Jeremy Corbell, you know, exudes. You know, like he's completely, eternally optimistic that there's going to be this disclosure that's going to happen. I, unfortunately, I'm not. I, I'm not that way. Some days I am. Some days I'm not. I'm sure a lot of people are like that. I mean, we're human beings. You know, how could you be? You know, sometimes things just don't work out. They haven't worked out. To this point, they really haven't worked out. Now, we've gotten closer. I mean, since the Lou Elizondo stepped into the picture in 2017, right, and those photos were, those images were leaked, right, we've been getting something. But it does seem like they're, they're trying to pull back a little bit. Right? There was a lot of nonsense that was going on last uh, May during that congressional hearing that the two Department of Defense officials there uh they acted really dumb about it, at least in public, right? Maybe they, maybe they were a little bit more forthcoming when they had the closed meetings uh, in front of the Congress, but they seemed, you know, you know oh, we never heard of that, you know, almost. You know, they, they, they never heard of, the, uh, you know, the, the Wilson Davis memo or anything like that. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on. You never heard of that. I'm sure you at least had to look into it, whether it was whether you believed in it or not, right? You would, if you're in the Pentagon, you didn't have heard of the Wilson Davis memo. Come on. 
anybody in, in intelligence would would have heard about that and they would have looked into it and they would have wanted they would have wondered if it was real or not and and some of them probably know for a fact if, if it is if, i think it is real i i don't I mean, i've already talked about that i think the, the you know that stuff was real anyhow but you know these people acted dumb uh and you know there's you know elizondo talking about this before that there are people in the government, in the Pentagon, that because of their religious convictions, they don't want this information to get out because uh, they think it's demonic. Uh, so they're basically, they don't believe in science. You have basically people in the Pentagon who <clears throat> who don't believe in science and they don't want the information to get out because that their personal religious convictions are compl- don't, you know, says one thing and that's what they believe in no matter what. And they don't want anybody else to believe anything else. They, they don't want scientists to have this information and which is absolutely absurd, absurd. You, you shouldn't have somebody like some, somebody who's thinking that way shouldn't be in any top position in the Pentagon it's just, that you need to keep that at home. Okay. That, that stays at home that part. You know, you believe that's fine. Religious, you know, I don't care what you want to believe in. That's fine, right? But don't bring it to don't bring it to the Pentagon to work, right? For when it comes to something like this, I mean, you have solid objects hidden in some hangar somewhere, right? You know for a fact there's something here. You know, it wasn't sent by Satan, okay? Anyway, hey, um, this is an optimistic article. Liberation Time seems like a very optimistic UFO site. I, I, I you know, I'll leave the link there for it. You know, check it out. It's very interesting. And uh, hey, maybe this will be talked. Maybe by January, right? They're talking here right before Christmas, right? Maybe by January we'll be talking about. Well, hey, maybe we'll all be looking through the uh, the Roswell files. Boy, that would be great. If there's a whistleblower out there, I mean, one of these whistleblowers, I'm, some of these people, somebody who's in Majestic 12 right now, again, I've talked about this before. It would be great to get it, like, get the documents of the crashes to, you know, bring that to Congress. Just bring it. All the film, everything you can get. And I, I want, everyone wants to really know, let's start with Roswell. Let's start with that. What do you got on that? Show us the, show us the film that was taken. That's what I want to see. I want to see the big stuff. I want to see the bodies at the site. I want to see the old old film footage that was taken at this at this crash site. I know it exists. It has to. There's no doubt about it because it happened. It really did happen. So that would be awesome. I want to see all that stuff. So you know, you know, I I want some one of these whistleblowers or a couple of them maybe to go all out. You know, bring it into this. You know, bring it into it. And that's the way to bring it into it is to give us the best stuff, the best stuff you got, the best evidence. Anyway. We'll see.